Today is the 25th of November 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. But if you do find that you need some help, you can download the script. There is a download the script button in the episode notes. Click that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, again, links are in the episode notes down below. And finally, for more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We're in the presence of an almighty God. So let's still our hearts as we offer up the day to him, shall we? Lord God, you are the glorious morning. You are refreshment and peace. You are the sound as the dawn breaks. You are the rose that smells sweet. You are the Lord, my creator. You are the wonder of life. You are the great words of wisdom. I read them and fill up inside. You are the wonderful sunrise. You are a storer of hope. You are the air that we breathe now. You are the warm winter coat. You, Lord, my creator, you are a love without end. You are all grace and forgiveness. I stand loved and free as your friend. Amen. 1 Corinthians 11, 23-24 For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. One of my very first memories as a Christian was the first time I took communion. It was a very informal affair. It wasn't in church. It was a group of boys gathered together in a swimming pool changing room. We had some grape-flavored fizzy drinks, and a bag of potato crisps. If you're on the western side of the Atlantic, potato chips. It was a half hour of deep worship, and ever since then I have been left with a deep love for communion. You know, As a Methodist, communion, or the Lord's Supper, as it's also known, is regarded as a means of grace. It's essentially a way that we see what God has done for us. And it has the potential to lead us to the point where we recognize the need for our salvation. We're not saved by communion, but there is a a supernatural power to communion that comes from the fact that it is one of the few things that Jesus has actually commanded us to do. Communion reminds us what Jesus went through on the day he died, and the sacrifice he made on our behalf, and it speaks to God's commitment to us. I'm going to get into trouble for this, but you don't need a minister to do communion. You don't need a priest or a vicar or a minister to give you the bread and the wine. You can do it on your own or with your family. But if you do take communion on your own, treat it with the respect that it's owed. Read 1 Corinthians 11 and pay attention to Paul's warnings. But having said that, if you haven't taken communion yet or you haven't taken communion for a while, Do it. Take it at home. Take it with family. Take it with friends. Because it has the power to change your life. 
we're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we continue with 1 John. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Lord of life, Lord of love, as we read about you today, open our eyes and our hearts to who you are and what you mean to us and what we mean to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the English Standard Version, and today I'm reading 1 John 3. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when He appears, we will be like Him, because we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as He is pure. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. 
Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. We should not be like Cain, who is of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own deeds were evil and his brother's righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and reassure our hearts before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask we receive from him, because we keep his commandments, and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given us. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for the day.
Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, voicemail. The links are all in the episode notes below. We would love to be able to pray for you and support you. Today, we've been asked to pray for Thomas. Thomas is in an end-of-life unit in a local care home. And for all intents and purposes, I don't know the man, but for all intents and purposes, he is an amazing Christian, close to God. So let's pray for Thomas quickly, shall we? Father, we thank you that at the end of our lives, you are there. As your children, as your servants, you are awaiting us with those words, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And so, Father, we thank you for the life of Thomas and his faithfulness to you and the task that you have given him. We ask, Father, over these last few days that you would be his comfort, you would be his peace, that he would know no fear, only joy, knowing that he is returning to his creator and his friend. So we ask you to be with Thomas today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And our prayer for today. This is love. Not that you spoke words of comfort, walked with the unclean and unloved, shared wisdom, bread and wine, brought healing into lives and challenged the status quo. This is love. That you spoke the word of God, walked a painful road to the cross, shared living water, bread of life, brought salvation to the world and died for the sake of all. This is love. It is a seed sown in the ground, which germinates, blossoms, and spreads its sweet perfume. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us, now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.